This is called Pirate Radio. We tell ourselves that we are the walking dead. Get on the mic! Just get on the mic! Just get on the mic! Get on the mic, mic! Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. It is useless, craziest. Don't let yourself destroy this only one hit. I swear to God. Swear to me. You know the difference between justice and punishment. Here is Sub Zero. Now, Plane Zero. Pam, I will end you. This is called Pirate Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to GGR Pirate Radio Live. This is our first broadcast on the FXBG Pirate Radio Network. We're teamed up uh, with these guys, and mainly because um, I was GGR Pirate Radio, they were FXBG Pirate Radio. It just made sense, you know, pirates working together. I mean, I think there was a Johnny Depp movie about that at one point. Um, He got all the pirates together, and then they sang some songs, and there was a treasure room or something. I I don't remember. I think I fell asleep in that movie, actually. Um, but anyways, uh, I wanted to introduce you guys uh, to myself. Uh, my name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of GGR. What is GGR, you're probably asking yourself. Well, let me tell you. That is the Great Geek Refuge. We've got our own website. It's legit and everything, like real pictures and stuff. It's not just those shiny things like you see, used to see on GeoCities all those years ago. Uh, that is www.greatgeekrefuge.com. Uh, the key focal point right now would be the article that I just wrote, the review for Star Wars The Force Unleashed, um, just came out on on Friday. Actually, Thursday night is when they released it. Um, but that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about right now, as you can hear. Wow, listen to that. Isn't that awesome? My own keyed-up music. Like I have my own guy working the board and stuff. I feel like a real DJ now. And that's Eric that's running the... Or I'm sorry, uh, EK. Hello, DJ. Hello. That, that's That's Eric there. He's uh, was kind enough to invite me into his uh, humble abode and uh, let me broadcast here. Um... Star Wars, yeah. I mean, it is as big now as it was when I was a kid. And what's neat about this movie, and we're going to talk about about this a little bit more uh, in detail in just a couple minutes, because I've got a guest coming on. Holy crap, first show, and we're going to have a guest? I know, right? That's amazing. I've got Kevin Goswan. Kevin Goswan is the editor-in-chief also. He is the editor-in-chief of Comics Online. Uh, for everything geek pop culture, uh, there's Comics Online. We're going to have him on. We're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about some of the other great movies that are coming out this year. Um, but I wanted to give you guys just a little bit of a background on kind of who I am, where I came from. Um, I created GGR as a way to kind of filter through what's, what's on the internet. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of hate and a lot of anger on the internet. And I I wanted to have a place where everyone could voice their opinion. Everyone could, could talk about the things that they were geeky about, whether it be sports or movies or music or video games or comic books doesn't matter what it is. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has a chance to say something without being shot down, without being told, oh, well, you're stupid and you're a nerd and you're not allowed to talk about that here. No, bullshit. Let me, and let me just say that. I love that I can say things like that now. I can curse. Uh, I don't have to worry about censoring myself. Um, nobody has the right to tell you what you can and what you can't talk about. And that's what this is. This is the refuge. You know, sometimes we work in places uh, of business where you're not allowed to talk about the stuff because you've got to focus on the things that you're getting paid to do. This is your chance. This is your place. We've got podcasts. We've got articles. We've got um, opportunities for anybody. I mean, if you're an artist, if you're a podcaster, if you're a writer, please, we want you to be involved. Come to GGR. Join us. Join in our shenanigans and our tomfoolery, our hijinks, our reindeer games, all of those other colloquialisms that we love to talk about. So coming up now, um, we have got Kevin Goswan, as I was mentioning before. Uh, he is... Let me see if I can go ahead and, and pull him up here. See if we can use this magical internet box that we got here. In front the wonderful of me. world of Skype. I know, right? It's awesome. Like Skype, it's not just for. Um, I was going to say phone sex, but that's that's dating me, isn't it? Um, it's not just for phone sex anymore. It's actually for uh, for things like you know talking to Kevin about movies and stuff like that. Kevin, are you there? I am here. Are you there? I'm here through the magic of the internet. Nice. I know. We were just talking about this. and We were saying that Skype is not just for fapping anymore. Um, it's for well, professional things like this. 
Oh, wait, not just for fapping anymore. Well, no, I mean, it's broadened its horizons, you know? I mean, like, after hours, of course, that's what you choose to do, you know, that's that's on you. Right. Or other people. Depends on, you know, (laughs) your your style, really, I suppose. (laughs) Or your aim, I mean, really. That's that's ultimately what it comes down to. Uh, But, Kevin, let me welcome you. This is the first episode of GGR Pirate Radio Live, and I've got my other show that I work on on my new show. So it's all this cross-contamination, crossing the stream sort of thing, which they told us was dangerous, so. They told us that. I think it's it's preferred, really. It really is. So I noticed, uh, again, via the magical internet boxes that we possess um, on Facebook, I noticed that you went and saw a little movie today, didn't you? I sure did. Oh, you did, did you? I'm so happy about it, too. Really? And this would be, uh, and just so you guys are familiar, too, Kevin went and saw uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. What? Can you hear that, too? Like the live music streaming too like right in the background as i'm talking about star wars how awesome is that it's nice i like it good good job engineer guy i know that's eric eric's pretty cool man yeah yeah um so let's what did you think i mean first off like what what was your take on this new amazing star wars movie well first of all are we doing spoilers or no spoilers we're gonna go with no spoilers um we're gonna give everybody a solid i'm thinking seven days all right. I'm thinking. Enough. I'm thinking like Friday or Saturday. I'm probably going to do a, a GGR Pirate Radio Pl- podcast. With Plus, it is, it is a live show too. It's That's not. True. It's like a podcast that people can choose to listen to. If someone accidentally That's tunes true. in, all right. So no spoilers then. Just wanted to make sure in advance, so yeah. I'm uh, not going to go and uh, ruin anybody's day because you know comics online. We, we we while we are all about spoilers, we're going to yeah. let you know in advance. That's true. Yeah. So we tried uh, to do the same thing. I did a review uh, yesterday for uh, for Force on uh, Force Awakens. And I did the same thing. It was so hard to stay away from spoilers, though, because there's so right? much going on in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was blown away. I took my, um, I took my younger cousin. Uh, he's, I want to say he's like 19 or 20 now, um, to go see this because when I was a kid, his mom, my aunt, used to take me to see movies. Like she took me to see uh, Tim Burton's Batman in the movie theaters. Uh, we saw Star Trek Five. Like all those awesome nerdy movies that I couldn't convince my mom to go see with me, I got my <laughs> aunt to do it. So I figured it was, it was full circle. Let me take my cousin. Uh, her uh, her oldest son, nice. And we both were just like in awe, just mouths agape, and like like there would be these moments where you'd almost like like be giddy or giggle, where you'd see like a main character you knew, and you're just like, oh, there's Chewbacca, oh my yeah. god, like I just I I wish I could find fault with this movie, and I can't, and I almost felt bad that I couldn't find anything wrong with it. Well, you know the only the only bad part was the one the the one bad part as as we both know in the that's movie true, yeah. that's the only bad that's that's my only gripe and you know what it's it's a storytelling choice that uh that was made and uh i really can't uh, i i i really can't hate on the writers no. uh until i've heard until i've watched the whole the whole story the whole you know tr- trilogy the whole third trilogy once that comes out yep. then maybe i can judge but at this point i'm going to reserve judgment and say okay well i didn't like that but let's see where this goes well, yeah, and, and kind of one of the things that, that I thought with that, too, was I, I I didn't really like it, but in the way that they did it, I was okay with. And the way that they set it up with the characters. Yeah. It wasn't just like like shock trauma all of a sudden out of nowhere where it's just like, whoa, what the F just happened? No, it was it was set up appropriately. And, again, I can't wait to see what they're going to do more with this. And um, kind of to, to, to ring back to what I uh, my review uh, had said and again, if you want to check it out, it's on uh, uh, GGR, uh, so www.greatgeekrefuge.com. Um, it's right there under the uh, the reviews. It's right there on the main page, so definitely check you know it out. You know what, Mike? Right after your your readers read your review, I think they should go to comicsonline.com and read uh, our review, which is very similar to yours, no spoilers, <laughs> and but but also lays it out. And, yeah. uh, and, and after having read that in advance... I realized no that he gave no spoilers because yeah. you know I was I was surprised at all the times I should be surprised and yeah. and and really I didn't even I didn't even go into this movie knowing you know fully understanding like who these characters were going to be who the who yeah. the main characters were uh for instance I didn't either yeah and and it was it was one of those things where I knew basically what they were going to be and as a writer and I'll admit it okay like I read some of the spoilers before the movie came out because yeah, I did. And the reason why I did was because for me, it's not about the story itself. It's not about the, the shocking moments. It's about the execution because anything can be 
Like, if you talk about, like, for instance, if you, we'll use a Star Wars parlance. If you're talking about episode three and you say to them, dude, so Anakin Skywalker is good until uh, some stuff happens and then he becomes Darth Vader and it's awesome. Everybody's going to be like, oh, okay, that sounds awesome. I want to see that movie. And then they watch it and you're like, eh, there's some uh... things that are messed up with this. Like, yeah. the execution is the most important part. So I knew some of the big things that were going to happen. And I still was like, holy shit. Like, just mouth agape. I was like, wow, that was that was powerful. And comparing it because inevitably you can't help but compare it to any of the George Lucas stuff. This had a practical feel to it. Like all of the special effects were, were practical. The, um, the fight scenes were much more intense than, than anything that we saw in the prequels too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just overall There's a lot of emotion in, in, in all of this. And, and, and the, the characters seemed far more real yeah. rather than just I'm, I'm, uh, you know, holding a, a place for this type of character. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things too, that I, that I thought was really, really cool was, um, and, and, they, and we, we joke about this on, on GGR. Um, when we did the rewrites for the, uh, the prequels, we were saying there were so many moments in this movie where it was just like, well, what is my motivation for me? Uh, it's in the fucking script. That's why. And there was, <laughs> you didn't get that with this movie. They, they, they felt their emotions felt genuine. They, they actually seemed like they were moving somewhere. The dialogue was a, billion times better with these than, than the last ones that, you know, that was my only gripe is there were moments where, um, Finn's character, John Boyega, mm-hmm. there were moments where it seemed a little too forced. Hey, I'm cool. I'm black. I'm a former stormtrooper. I'm gonna say some cool shit. It felt a little forced at times, but it I wasn't think that that was his character though. I think it was yeah. just like, Oh, you know, I'm awkward as hell. I don't yeah. know. You know, I don't understand the real world. And that's, that's where he was coming from. He did not understand the real world. That is a black very- stormtrooper. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, that's a really great point. I didn't even think about that. Black Stormtrooper. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you just you completely derailed me, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just having fun. It's okay. It's a, that's what this is all about. It's all about fun. Um, yeah, I think you're right, though. It is. And I'll tell you who stole the show in that movie. Well, two people. I think uh, Daisy Ridley, Ray, was oh, yeah. amazing. She was fantastic, and um, BB-8. <laughs> no kidding, that was so surprising. Yeah, I thought that was just going to be a gimmick. Yeah, you I, know, like oh, look at we can we can make a spherical robot because magnets. Yeah. How do they work? And <laughs> and you know, and wow, yeah. and you know, this character actually has such you know, like the like the humans, yeah. has so much more uh, realistic, uh, you know, believable character. You know, compared with R2-D2 and C-3PO, we had to, you know, back in the day, we had to uh, put a little bit of ourselves into R2-D2. We had yeah. to make, you know, we had to jump to conclusions. We had to make assumptions when it came to him. And yeah. frankly, we had to jump to conclusions about some of the some of the humans as well as yeah. to, you know, what their their full story was and what their full motivation was. Because sometimes, you know, what the, you know, the uh, the the depth of the of their emotion um they just kind of jumped around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's something too. We talked, we've talked about with star Wars. So many of us grew up on it that we put it on a pedestal because everybody before us said, Oh, it's so great. You have to watch it. It's amazing. It's, and we all just accepted it. And it was cool. Cause you could run around in the woods and pretend like a tree limb was a lightsaber and you were being trained by Yoda. It was, it was cool. It was part of who we were when we were growing Mike, up I'm from San Diego. We don't have woods there. <laughs> we don't have trees. I'm sorry. We, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you got to pretend like you were on Tatooine. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know, and I, I would go down. There was a canyon near, uh, near my my mom's house, and there yeah. were there was like a, a little uh, grove of um, uh, bamboo, and we would break down bamboo and and, and get in lightsaber fights with like, bamboo. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we we have a, a, a long standing uh, phrase that if when it snowed and you were a kid, if you didn't pretend like you were on Hoth during Empire Strikes Back, that you were a broken child and there was something wrong with you. Um. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't. I never had snow as a child. I mean, I, I occasionally would go up to the mountains, but it wasn't a, a, a regular thing. So yeah. that's that's exciting for you, to, you guys, to be able to grow up in snow and, and be able to have that that Hoth playset right in your backyard. Yeah, our Hoth playset uh, with with actually, yeah, you would try to find uh, the largest person you could to pretend to be the Wampa Snow Beast, slice you across the face, hang you upside down from ice. It was a, it was a whole thing, you know. That's good. I, I think you sh- definitely should do that all the time. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, and that's... oh, there. I mean, there were so many callbacks. Yeah. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, Hoth. I mean, yeah. the the big Hoth callback there was yeah. just wonderful, and we saw that coming the whole time. Yeah, 
naturally. I mean, they telegraphed that for, for quite some time. But that was the thing, too, is like it's – and to kind of use a sports um, comparison – is they, they talk about like certain um, teams when they're really, really good. You can know exactly what they're going to do, and they look at you, and they're like, okay, we're doing this. Stop us. With Star Wars, <laughs> they did that. They were like, yeah. hey, we're doing this, and there ain't really anything you can do about it, but it's still going to be awesome. And you would be like, I saw this coming. Yep, there it is. Yep, that, was still, that was still awesome. Uh, and Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our, our, our fangirl gushing uh, of Star Wars um, aside, this year um, was an incredible year for movies, but – We've got a slate for the next, I'd say, six months that's just going to knock our socks off. And, and I wanted to talk to you about that, especially because – Going I know, farther than that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's true. I'm going up to May, June because I, I, X-Men is in May. Right. And those Hopefully are the ones that I – August. What, goes, what happens in August? Why am I not remembering what happens in August? Caitlin reminded me in August we have Suicide Squad. Oh, shit. That's right. We do. Right. How did I forget about that one? Yeah. Yeah. So that's there's another one. Yeah. Um, but the next one that's coming up is actually going to be the last day of this year uh, going into the first day of next year. And I know you're a big fan of Tarantino. Uh, and that's going to oh, be yeah. Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this one a little bit. Um, give me your insight on this. What are you thinking on this one? Well, okay. I, now, I have purposefully not looked into what's going on. In fact, I was surprised by people making uh, – grand uh accusations online recently about oh my gosh he said he would never do that in in a film and i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about and i kind of don't want to this is the movie that caught infamy if i remember correctly this was the one that the script got leaked and tarantino flipped the fuck out and was like "Eh, nope not doing it anymore and scrubbed it completely and and then he just came back to it and decided he's doing it anyway yeah i think what ended up happening was is like his uh the cast that he was going to use for this Ended up convincing them to do it. And what was kind of cool was they they did a live reading in Los Angeles for this where all of the actors who were going to play the parts sat there on stage and read their parts on the script. And it was such a phenomenon that they were like, well, I guess we have to do the movie now. And they talked Tarantino down from the ledge and he's he agreed to do it. So. Well, good. I was at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this past July and was walking around outside. Uh, I think I was in the middle of of doing a, a periscope um, just walking around, yeah. <laughs> and 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 one of the uh, one of the many uh, promotional uh, envoys was was going around giving out hateful eight shirts, and and she was like, hey, if you tweet this out, uh, you know, you can get a hateful eight shirt, or or maybe it was uh, if you answer this uh, trivia question, you know, you'll get a hateful eight shirt, and you know, nice. it was something very simple. And name two Tarantino movies. <laughs> <laughs> what is Quentin Tarantino's first name? Um, right. What Quentin? Yeah, that's correct. Here's a T-shirt. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Right, but but you know, so I got a I, I got a T-shirt, and I'm like, oh, and then, and at that point, I hadn't I didn't realize what his next film was going to be. Oh, okay. Um, and so I, you know, and and that's been the case for a while, really. I mean, the, the last movie of his that I remember that I remember um, knowing about in advance and understanding what the 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 gist of it was going to be was the um, uh, was the Nazi one. Oh yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious yeah. Bastards, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hopped off the, the Tarantino train there for a while. Starring um, Mike, Mike Lunsford. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I um, the last one that I really, really got into with him was uh, was Kill Bill. Kill Bill and Kill Bill Volume 2. Sure. And, I mean, I knew about all the other ones. I was just – I never got around to them. And yeah. I have Inglorious Bastards on Blu-ray. Um, I have uh, Django Unchained on Blu-ray. And they're just sitting there. I just haven't watched them yet. I know what? they're good movies. I well, know they're you fantastic have a, You movies. have some treats in store for you. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I think this holiday, when I have some time off, I'm going to be uh, watching both of those and enjoying them very, very much. So Definitely. I look forward to that. Here's the next one, because we talked about this on, uh, on your podcast, on my podcast, um, Deadpool, because we said Dead- Christmas was, was Star Wars. Uh, Valentine's Day is going to be Deadpool. For sure. Luckily, my Valentine is into it. Um, and she and she said today when we were look we were, when we looked at the the previews and she yeah. said she said they picked the perfect Deadpool. Yeah, you know Ryan Reynolds is the perfect Deadpool, and and I couldn't agree more. It's it, he's a fantastic choice. I mean, he was completely wasted as Hal Jordan. Um, you know, he was never Hal Jordan. It was a bad idea. It was yeah. that was a train wreck. Um, but uh, but as Deadpool, my God. Yeah, this this is going to be I mean, I don't want to I don't want to preface it because it, you never know what's going to happen with these movies, but it's 
I don't see how you can miss with this so one. much of it already. I mean, yeah. we've seen a, a, a great long clip that was like I don't know five minutes or something like yeah, that, and, and then and, you know, and then we've seen all these little uh, promotional things where he's in character, and yeah. you know, with uh, those add up to win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I don't see how this really could miss. I really don't. Um, yeah. I don't know if I don't know how movie previews work, um, other than they're before movies. And what I mean by that is I don't know if they're in the exact same movies. Like I went and saw mine at a Regal in Fairfax. I don't know if the one you saw are the exact same as mine, but I got to see a preview for uh, this next one that I wanted to speak about, and that is mm. Captain America Civil War. Yeah. You you did get to see it, but I mean you've already seen yeah, the preview anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this movie – I don't know why I ever doubt Marvel. I really don't because every single time I'm like, all right, Cap 2 Winter Soldier was was amazing. There's no way that Civil War – there's no way the Civil War could live up to that. And I'm watching the previews and I'm like, "Eh, yeah, maybe it could. Yeah. I I just don't – again, I don't see how this one's going to fail. Like it looks incredible and it it just – and moving already. Like there's that one line where he said, well, Bucky was my friend and Tony Stark looks at him and he's like, well, so was I. I was like, ooh, damn. This is going to be – I was your friend. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're you're, you're my new friend. He's my friend for the past 80 years. He's my BFF, um, man. I haven't seen him in a long time. We have a lot of catching up to do. And he needs my help and you don't really need my help. You're rich. You're alcoholic. I mean you got this (laughs) under control, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think think this is going to be – because, I mean, you know this because you have a a young daughter um, just like I have a young young son – I lost a little bit of my movie watching prowess going to the theaters to see movies just because, you know, being a dad, you don't, you don't get to go out as much as you like to. Sure. But I'm starting to catch back up. And yeah. now that he's getting older and he wants to see these movies, he was like, I went and saw uh, Star Wars with my, with my uh, cousin. And he was like, well, dad, now that you've seen it, can I go see it too? And I was just like, um, yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Let's do this. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I may take Coraline to, to see Star Wars actually. And uh, you know, for that matter, also uh, the uh, the good dinosaur, and then whenever it comes out, yeah. uh, Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia. <laughs> this movie looks so friggin' funny. Zootopia. The yeah. that that scene that they show where he's in the DM, they're in the DMV office and they're talking to the sloths. Yeah. Like that. Every single time I've seen it, I've seen it twice now because they did it in the Good Dinosaur and they did it in Star Wars. Everybody in the theater is is erupting in laughter. So I think they found the right the right niche for that. I think that's going to be really really good. Um. And you haven't even gotten a chance to see The Good Dinosaur yet? I've not, no. You know, somebody was telling me that it didn't do as well as everybody thought it was going to do. And that it's actually right now um, one of Pixar's lesser-reviewed movies. Like, it's not up there on, like, the same rare air that uh, movies like Toy Story are. And uh, Well, and, and here's the thing. I, for me, it just – it it I'm not sure if it came out at the wrong time or it just yeah. did not have the appropriate hype. It yeah. doesn't seem like they put the money into it for 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 hyping it up. No. I mean, it, and it's maybe – it came out in November and the problem with it is you have this like – yeah, it was scheduled to release November the 25th, 2015. That is three weeks before Star Wars comes out. Yeah. Nobody cares. I mean, it's, it's nothing against any of these other movies. I mean, I saw it. I took my kid to see it because he really wanted to see it. It was really, really good. It was a fantastic movie, and it's made a lot of money already. It's made um, $189.7 million, and that's international. I mean, that's not it's, bad. So it's, it's, it's hanging in there, and yeah. it's just Star Wars, again, is just like this black hole of it sucks everything in. Like they were showing on the Today Show today, it made like $357 million, and number two at the box office is the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, $14 million. Yeah. It was just like nobody was going to see anything else, and it's – do you blame them? Uh, no, not not one bit. And you know, I remember back in the day seeing you know seeing Star Wars at the uh, I forget what it was called. There, there's an old uh, theater in San Diego, which is which was one of those initial fifty or so theaters in you know in America that that showed Star Wars on that first day. Now I was four, so I have no idea if I was there on the first day. I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. probably not. Yeah, but I w- was I there in the first two months? Probably. Yeah. Um. You know, and then you know over the course of the first. Uh, you know, year that it was in, in theaters, you know, I went, it, I would say probably a dozen times. And, and that's, I don't think that's an exaggeration. I remember being a little kid and talking to my kid, uh, talk to my kids, geez, talking to my parents into letting me go see, uh, the first Ghostbusters movie with them in the theaters. And I was young too, but that was like, yeah, I bet your star Wars was my Ghostbusters. And sure. it was, yeah, that was the movie where I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is, 
I've got to see movies in the theater all the time. So that that kind of kicked off the whole. Now movie is that thing. one of our 2016 movies? Is 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 that uh, that Ghostbusters uh, uh, new movie going to? Any, it's not a reboot or. Uh... Yeah. It's it's like I was doing a segue. Wow. Oh, were you doing a segue, Mike? Damn! It's, it's like you know what you're doing. It's here. it's like I'm professional, looking at a list that I wrote earlier today when I was at work when I should have been working, but I was working on this instead. Um, so yeah, we got Hi, Mike's boss. <laughs> Hi guys, how are you? <laughs> um, so yeah, Ghostbusters. I wanted to talk about this because I love Ghostbusters. I really truly do. The first movie was is is a work of art. The second one was not as good, but still equally enjoyable. Um. There was never a third really? one. Um, I, I feel like the Vigo story kind of fell flat. I mean, the, the first one with um, Dana Barrett's apartment and um, yeah. the the creepy um, I can't remember the names of them, but um, yeah, when you have the 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 destructor come back in the form of uh, the State of Marshmallow Man, that's you can't. How are you going to top that? Yeah, the second one wasn't as good. We all know that, but they never did a third one, and they said that they kept blaming it on Bill Murray, and they said, "Oh, well, he won't agree to it. He won't agree to it." Um, but they ended up making a video game, and I don't know if you ever played it. But that was supposedly the script for that video game was the was the third movie, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but I I also heard heard that they that there's something terribly wrong with the video game, like they like it wasn't finished or something like that, and they uh, that's I, I I'm just kind of vaguely recalling that there's there's some sort of problem with the video game that made it uh, not what they wanted to pu- publish. Well, what ended up happening was is they had it all like pretty much done, and then it, they lost all their funding for it. So they uh-huh. ended up having to get another uh, publisher to do it at the very end. So it's 99% of the way done, but you can see that the ending story is kind of rushed. They just kind of throw it together to finish the mo- finish the game, and you're like, well, that's kind of disappointing. But I, I kept ho- hoping against hope that we were going to get another one, and then unfortunately um, – Harold yeah, Ramis died. Yeah, yeah, Harold Ramis died, and that, that kind of shot it all to pieces. But now we're seeing something else. I don't know how I feel about this. I- I'm, I'm kind of gun-shy. So the thing that that most people trip on the fact that oh my gosh they're all women is the thing that I'm like and then they're talking about uh, what's her name the uh, the lead um, Kristen Wiig no no the other Melissa one, McCarthy the, Melissa McCarthy they're like no. oh Melissa McCarthy she's terrible I'm like wow what have you seen in the, her do that was terrible because yeah. I think she's a, a genius I think yeah, she's, she's hilarious yeah she's funny as shit like I don't know. What people's – that's not my issue. I don't care about the female cast. I think it's cool. I was just telling somebody earlier today that I thought that the fact that – like I can't never – you know what? I can't even say anything because that's a spoiler. Um, I love the <laughs> I love the fact that one of the main characters in the new Star Wars movie is a female and a strong female at that. Yeah. I think that's awesome. So can't say any more about that. We'll talk about that later. But I don't have a problem with the whole female cast. The problem that I have is the guy who's writing and directing this, and that's Paul Feig. Paul Feig did um, Bridesmaids. That's – I mean, he's done that, and he's done like pretty much every other Melissa McCarthy movie. The problem okay. that I have with him is I don't want him making this another Bridesmaids, where it's like you make these stereotypical female characters, where it's like all of a sudden Kristen Wiig doesn't want to be a Ghostbuster anymore. She's wearing sweatpants and she's eating ice cream, and she's like, "I lost my mojo for doing this." And we get this thirty-minute <laughs> montage of her how she's depressed and she doesn't want to fight ghosts anymore. Meanwhile, New York City's getting destroyed by poltergeist. I don't want that. I want strong characters. I want this to be Ghostbusters. It doesn't matter who's playing it. So here's here's you know if they'd have said, "Hey Kevin," because like like people should do, they should yeah. come to me for for script advice because I've yeah. got I've got advice. <laughs> if they were to say, "Hey, look, all right, here's what we want to do. We want to do all female Ghostbusters, uh, you know, with the uh, you know anchored by Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to do?" And I would say, "All right, well, it's it's you know in present day, the existing canon, you know, was there." Uh, you know, get you know, get uh, any uh, you know, any any of the original cast to uh, to drop in, you know, to to do their their little uh, scene if possible. But if not, that's fine too. But you got it. You have to go and and say, oh hey, well we've we've got ghosts again. We haven't had ghosts since back then, and and reference these times, you know, yeah. reference the original two movies, and yeah. say, wow, that's. You know that's amazing. Um, we should go and and uh, take up the mantle, and and so you've got these these four women who take up the mantle, and yeah. it doesn't matter that they're women; they're just yeah. people who are you know who happen to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, who who you know have that heroic uh, bent. Yeah. 
Or, you know, or maybe they're looking for money, you know, maybe or maybe a little of each. Maybe each character has their own reason for doing it. Yeah. And ultimately, too, I- I'm going to see this movie because it's Ghostbusters and I'm, oh, yeah. and I'm probably going to enjoy it very much. I'm probably just being like an old bitch about this right now. So it, it happens. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. I, what, what I'm actually even more worried about is the weird uh, announcement, which I'm not sure if it's real or not, that people say, oh, and then after that, we're going to do an all men's version. I've heard that that too. I've heard that too. There's actually – yeah, there's a GGR article about that um, where I talk about movies that that need sequels and movies that probably we should just leave alone. (laughs) And with Star Wars, they've announced – I'm sorry, with Star Wars. Jeez, wonder where my brain is. With Ghostbusters, they've announced that they're going to do another one and Channing Tatum is going to be in that next one too. So it's like I don't know why they're going to do that. But I will give him this, the guy who's going to be directing that. It's the – the brothers that did um, the second um, Cap movie. Okay, well, they can do remember. whatever they want because that, that movie exactly. was really on point. That was amazing to me. I can't remember their names right now, but yeah, like those, they're going to be directing that one. So I kind of give them carte blanche with that one if they're going to take, take the reins. Um, let's talk about another comic book related movie um, that I saw the preview for in, in Star Wars. It came out about a week before Star Wars came out, so a lot of people have already seen it, and that's going to be X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. This looks – and we, we have a friend that works with us on Comics Online mm-hmm. who thinks Apocalypse is a total joke, and he gets mad every time we bring him up. <laughs> he is – well, no, that's – hey, that's yeah. me as well. Apocalypse yeah. in the comic books yeah. is a total joke. And yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a you – know, like I say, I'm, yeah. I'm older than, than, than you by, yeah. uh, what, 10 years, something like yeah. that. Exactly, yeah. And, and so I, I look at these, these mid-90s, these you know, from like 92 through 98 – uh, yeah. Marvel characters with a lot of disdain, and I'm like, they're, they're terrible. Apocalypse doesn't have a defined power set. Apocalypse is, yeah. let's see, the, he's the big bad, but we're not going to tell you why. Yeah, and it was true. really vague, and it was all you know, cross hatching and and you know, bad art that everybody claimed was good. And um, <laughs> isn't this great it, art? No, it's really not. What, what? Oh, it's it's not good art. Yeah. <laughs> I just, ben yeah. Shaw. I, I think yeah, and, and, ben, and ben would Ben would rip on this for hours. I know he would. It was one of those things where at the time when I was growing up, I saw this guy. I was like, he's cool. He's big. He's frightening. And he's got a name that's kind of scary. Okay, cool. Sure. I'm all in. But all of that aside, the movie itself, the previews, makes him look totally badass and makes this look kind of frightening. Like this is going to be the X-Men's toughest challenge that they've seen yet. Yeah, I – I I'm I'm still afraid, but yeah. at the same time today, I you know I looked at it, you know I saw the the preview in the theater for the first time because I don't think I'd seen the, the preview in the theater previous. Yeah, and the first thing I said was, uh, you know, um, what's her name from Game of Thrones seems like just such the perfect Jean Grey. She's yeah. like just a perfect choice for Jean Grey. Absolutely. And uh, and then beyond that, I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe this is what turns apocalypse maybe it, it it took a movie to turn apocalypse into something that was viable um according to to me yeah well and also too i mean they they kind of set early on even in the previews where he came from so it's no longer like you said it's this weird amalgam of a story of where the hell did he come from whatever his powers it seems like they're going to come out and say here's who he is here's where he came from here's what he can do right up front so it's going to obliterate all of the problems that we've had with him up to this point yeah, well, I I hope so because yeah. it just seems like oh he's got pretty much unlimited powers in in these categories. So good luck. Yeah, exactly. You, you pretty much can't beat him. Why did the X Men ever beat him? He's, Don't know. He's like he's like the little they shouldn't have. He's like the little kids that play war with each other, and it's like I shot you. No, I had a special suit of <laughs> of armor with a shield, and 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 your grenade didn't go off because my shield blocked it. Like it's that's apocalypse. Apocalypse is every kid who ever played war with any other kid. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me you got to see the Independence Day uh, resurgence trailer. No, but I did. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see it in the theater, but I did see it online, and I did go through the uh, their website as well. Yeah i I don't want to say that I was blown away. That's the wrong word for it. It, it looks like Las Vegas was. Am I right? Cha 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 cha. Womp womp. I think that this is going to be a fun ride. I don't think it's going to be as big as the first one. I don't think it's possible. No. Because the first one... That was such an amazing movie. Yeah. The first one, I mean, everything that you've ever wanted to see, like New York City, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, all getting blown up simultaneously. Like, well, you can't do that again. I mean, you could, but well, it would be... And, and here's the thing. Like, like okay, yeah. so we've already 
you know, Will Smith went and and went went after him, and he he went and you know went with his um, Apple Macintosh PowerBook fourteen hundred and <laughs> and and uh, and and used his uh, his uh, used that to deploy a virus into their mothership. Um, well, they're not going to fall for that anymore. And besides, even if they did, you know, you try to find a. a a uh, PowerBook fourteen hundred. You can't do it. They're they're all they're all in landfills by yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that by now they have Norton antivirus. I mean, like they've got something. Probably they probably downloaded it. They, they're probably you know they're probably still seeding it though. So you can we can find them that way. That's what took them so long to get back and a second time around. Just they were waiting for it to finish downloading. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Ah, I lost the damn server. Ah, uh, yeah. Every that, single time. That's I, the problem. I'm still gonna see this movie. Regardless. They're still using Usenet because that <laughs> last movie was – never mind. Uh, so you're still going to see it. I'm yeah, still going to see it as yeah. well. It started on the Pirate Bay and then the Pirate Bay got shut down. So you know what are you going to do? Uh, I want to talk about one that really, really, really pisses me off. And I saw the preview for it. Mm. And it looks pretty, but I hate that they're doing it this way. And it's Gods of Egypt. It looks like a cool movie except for okay. – I don't know how many Egyptians you know, but every- – uh, I know yeah. one Egyptian. She's a, yeah. she's a, uh, a, a stewardess, but she's not white. No, she doesn't have a British accent. Actually, she does. She oh. does have a British. Oh, she accent. does have a British. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Fine. Just shoot that to shit, Kevin. Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, but like with this movie, it looks like an interesting premise. But it's that old 1950s. Everybody from every other country is white. Oh yeah. It, they haven't. Uh, they haven't learned anything. Like and. It's so. just it, this in this day and age to be that tone deaf to what's going on, like all about like hey, we're we're trying to make this a, a, an equality, a, a place of equality for the entire world and movies and everything. I mean, Star Wars got the message, but now all of a sudden they're going to be like, hey, we're going to make a movie about Egypt and it's going to be a bunch of white dudes running around. <laughs> like it's just, I, I maybe it'll be good. I don't know, but I mean, really, it just looked like when you saw. Um, I wish I could remember the actor's name now. The guy who played uh, Leonidas in uh, in Three Hundred. Oh yeah. When he shows up and he just screams again, I, I just it was it was Sparta all over again. I was like, this uh, okay, fine, sure, whatever. You know, I have no expectations for that movie and yeah. ha- probably will not see it before Netflix. One thing that I will see, I don't know if you have this on your list, and I don't know. I, I'm hoping I'm not interrupting your your flow here. No, I'm good, man. Go ahead. Uh, uh, but uh, but Warcraft, World of Warcraft. I'm not a Warcraft person, but. I- I'm not either. You know, and the thing is, it's like you know, I I went I, I went to uh, Eric's Eric's ears just like like Scooby Doo. He was like, I'm a Warcraft huh? person. Eric's a Warcraft person. I'm yeah. a Warcraft. Person. I, I went to uh, to BlizzCon with Kate uh, last month, yeah. and it was you know it was amazing, and it, you know so many things about that you know that 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 company puts out just blew me away. The the game itself is very old looking like oh here's this you know here's this new uh add-on this 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 new content that's coming out soon and the content seemed really cool but like the mechanics of it i went and played it and i'm like but these characters are like not great (laughs) and people are just used to it because it's you know they're still used to these old sprites and these this old uh, game engine um but um but anyway this movie however seems just epic it's got um uh what's his name um from uh, from Vikings. Um, have you watched History Channel's Vikings? I've I've seen bits and pieces, but I'm not, oh, not yeah, following the, it really. The that guy, much. the guy who plays uh, uh, Ragnar Lothbrok. That's an awesome um, name. I mean, I know, right? Um, the 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 main uh, chieftain. Yeah. Uh, you know, throughout that story, um, he's he's playing the 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 main human in uh in this and it's obviously very cgi because you know hey it's a bunch of humans but even though they're a bunch of humans it's really more like um if you remember beowulf yes yeah, um it's like it's... modern version of that so yeah yes. those you know those actors you know still played those parts but clearly everything is overlaid yeah. uh, with a uh a patina if you will of uh cgi which is which wow. is fine which is appropriate because hey everybody else you know you've got all of these creatures you've got these you know gigantic orcs and uh, you know, and a ton of other mythical creatures that are involved. Um, you know, and uh, it, it's it's no spoiler to say, you know, the uh, the the gist is the uh, the orcs and the humans must work together to fight a you know a, a some some uh, impending doom that's that's worse than than fighting among uh, among themselves or each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I got to give you uh, props here. Um, 
and I'm going to tie this in with my next one. Um, it, it's like you said the secret word when you said patina because it was just like such a, a word that really most people wouldn't come up with. And, and I'll tell you why I'm saying the secret word. I know word. words. <laughs> words are good. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this or not. Mm. Uh, but if you look at the list of movies that are coming out in 2016, it's the ones that, that have been announced. There's another one that is dear to my heart that they're going to be doing a sequel to. Oh, they are doing another Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh God, <laughs> is that a good God or a bad one? Uh, just, just, just it, it, that. Uh, yeah, well, it's I, a, it's, it's a, it's a. Oh God, meaning oh, I fear the idea. Yeah, I, I, I'm not against it because yeah. you know Pee Wee's Big Adventure and and whatever the second one was called, yeah. they, they're funny and they're fun big, big and you movie, know they're yeah. they're perfect. Um, you know, what, you know, what I would call Netflix now, but, you know, used to be, oh, what, you know, what's on HBO or what's on, you know, uh, you know, some sort of cable channel that's, yeah. you know, it's a perfect thing to, to have on and be like, oh, I'll sit and watch this. Yeah. I, I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I absolutely love Pee Wee's Big Adventure and, um, the also fact tequila <laughs> it's that's, that's led to your love of tequila, right? Well, of course. Yeah. And, and women named large Marge, um, <laughs> But the fact that Judd, your wife. <laughs> the fact that Judd Apatow is going to be producing this movie gives me all the faith in the world that this is going to be pretty damn good. Like it's, I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be good. But we won't talk about that one much. I wanted to ask you a question. Mm. You probably, if you saw the movie, let me apologize first. What? But if you, if you read the books, they Uh-oh. were better. Okay, what? and that's going to be Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I did not. I did not read the books, uh, nor did I. You know, nor did I see. Well, the movie uh, was a piece of shit. It really was. Yeah, no. it was. It was not good. But they were. It was a fun book to read because if I mean, I'm kind of a history buff, and like my dad is is like even more so, like just all into history. He read this book and he's like, "You got to read this book. It's fun." And I was like, "Okay." And I read it and it was it was enjoyable. The guy Seth Graham Smith is the one who wrote that. The one that started that whole thing, the one that really put his name on the map, was a book called Pride and Prejudice. And zombies. Oh, and, sure. And that is coming out this year. They're doing a movie for oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, and, and on comicsonline.com, you can yeah. watch uh, interviews with Matt Smith or maybe read. I don't think they let us do video. I think yep. it's just we transcribed it. Anyway, yep. there's, a, there, there's an interview with Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. oh, and he's going to be in the new. Yeah. 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 Huh? Is, yeah? yeah? How about that? Geronimo. Huh? All right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but this, I'm going to have to check that one out too because the book was good. I mean, anytime you can take. A Jane Austen novel and throw in zombies and, ca- and samurai swords and decapitations. I mean, that's the only way to make Jane Austen bearable. Personally, that's just me. That should be. Uh, I think. It, I, I think it should be good. Uh, however, here's the problem. Like, I, I recently watched the um, the Pride and Prejudice from 1995 because you know, like I say, Kate's been sick for like over a week now, oh, and so we've been we've been powering through a lot of things. And one of them was the uh, was the Pride and Prejudice with. Um, Oh was God! That, was that Kira Knightley? Oh, was she in it? I don't know. Let's no, no. It's not. It, it's 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 not the movie. It's the uh, it's the miniseries. Oh, okay, okay. And it's got uh, it's got what's his name from um. Uh, let's see. This Here it is. is I've got IMDb pull, uh, IMDb pulled up right now, and that would be uh, starring everybody's favorite uh, foppish British British actor, and that's gonna be Colin Firth. Colin Firth, exactly. Yeah, you've got Jennifer L. Uh, Susan Harker. Nobody else that I no, recognize no, for the most. Got part. Colin Firth, yeah. But it's got Colin Firth, you know, who I recognize from Love Actually, my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so he was in it, and you know, it was actually worth uh, you know reading. I, it, it seems like uh, when when I took in in high school, when I took English literature, and you know, yeah. that was actually my uh, my my major in college. Um, ha- had I actually continued with college, then I would <laughs> I would have some sort of degree yeah. involving that. But um, but yeah, English literature. Um, I was into quite a bit, and you know, I, I read a little bit of it. Then we didn't; it wasn't a required, you know, to it wasn't required to read the whole thing. But yeah. I thought, hey, you know, Jane Austen's quality. I mean, the writing's quality. It's just the content was, you know, not of interest to me. Yeah, I got to see um, the guy who wrote uh, Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk. Uh-huh. I got to see him uh, in person uh, in Philadelphia. He was at the Philadelphia uh, Public Library signing his books and, and doing a little speech for everybody. And he talked about how the only way he can get through Pride and Prejudice is sitting around with his friends getting drunk and imagining that sprinting zombies are added to the movie. And, or, and that it just made me laugh because he said this before um, Smith decided to write the book. So it was like, it was maybe he, maybe Smith had heard that Chuck Palahniuk felt this way and he was like, all right, well, I'm going to put some sprinting zombies. Uh, what do you think about that, Chuck? You know? Yeah. Okay, I've saved the best for last. Uh-oh. 
Batman vs. Superman. Is that going to be the best, really? No, because I don't think I'm... it's going to be the best. The reason why it's the best, quote-unquote, big air quotes on that on an audio podcast, um, is it's the one with the biggest hype. I think this is going to be the one that everybody's talking about because, honestly, when you think about comic book characters, who are your, your, your pantheon? Who are your two that you think of first? Batman and Superman. Well, maybe you do, but okay. I, I think uh, I'm saying for the I go, I go, I go straight you. to Spider-Man, but yeah, yeah, yeah I can see yeah, Spider-Man. Most people, Batman and Superman. You're right. Yeah. At first, I was excited about this movie. I was very excited about this movie, but the more that they're revealing, the less excited I am. Yeah, <laughs> and it's that's not good. No, no. It just seems it seems like you've got a couple of great actors. You've got great costuming. You've got yeah. great effects, and you know. But the story seems terrible. Oh, this yeah. seems like the worst Batman Superman story that could be conceived, and it's it's astonishing that it, it you know it made it this far. Um, I, I I expect this to be just a train wreck of awful. Um, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, me I, too. I'll yeah. probably see it the first weekend, but yeah. really, and the thing is that mo- most people are like, "Oh, Ben Affleck, he's terrible." Bullshit, he's terrible. Yeah, no. He's going to be fantastic. He's he going to be the best Batman potentially ever. Um, but this story seems just god-awful. Well, and, and, and it harkens me back to the days of, like, the 80s when a toy maker would be partially responsible for making a TV show or a movie. And, and, I'll, <laughs> and I'll tie this in here because um, we were joking about this on the, uh, the Comics Online podcast. Why is Batman wearing a duster? Well, to sell action figures, obviously, because you need to sell Desert Batman and you need to sell Desert Superman and the Superman minions that are walking around and like his entourage and his army. And like none of it makes sense. Like none of it's cohesive. And then all of a sudden you're going to have this big event where you reveal a giant bad guy that should have been a surprise and everybody's pissed off and they can't figure out why everybody's pissed off because you gave away like the biggest reveal of the movie unless there's going to be a bigger reveal. Maybe this is all part of their plan. Maybe yeah. something even bigger is going to come, and this is all just like just to throw us off the scent. I don't know how much time you have, but uh, I have two more that that you haven't. Uh, I'm thinking. Haven't hit. I'm thinking we'll do we'll do a couple more minutes here, and then we'll we'll take a break. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me what you got, man, because that was that was the end of my list. So go okay, right yeah, I've got two more. One one big one that I'm shocked we 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 skipped, and that is uh, Star Trek three. There's a reason we're skipping this one. Uh-oh. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Star Trek Beyond. You know my feelings on Star Trek. Uh, we've, what? we've discussed it. Share, share your feelings. And I'm going to share because, first off, this was the main reason why I was trepidatious with – and I just used my big word there uh, – <laughs> that I was trepidatious with uh, Abrams taking over the Star Wars uh, franchise was he fucked up my Star Trek. He was like, uh-huh. hey, do you like Star Trek? I'm going to take everything that was cool about Star Trek – I'm going to make it bigger and make it flashier and have more explosions. But then all the cool stuff that made its core, that made its like spine and guts, like the, the, the things that you need to have Star Trek, I'm just going to rip those to shreds and say, fuck you, explosions and lens flare. And the Enterprise is going to look like a goddamn Apple store. Like it's it, – it wasn't it wasn't Star Trek. I mean it is I in name. Completely I, – I, I couldn't disagree with you more. I, I thought that he paid respect to the original. He said all of that stuff still exists in that alternate universe and yet we're going to go and 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 have this alternate time stream yeah and and here here's this alternate time stream it is not the same this is not the same universe yeah that's true you know true. it's it's a it's a divergent universe it started out at the same spot but it is you know by the time you get to to the story it's been on a divergent path for quite some time yeah and 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 it's and it's just you know getting farther and farther away from yeah. what we're used to the first yeah. one, the first one, I enjoyed. I, I I did enjoy it. It was fun, and Chris Chris Pine makes a, a, a perfect Captain Kirk. Yeah, like he is so dead on for James T. Kirk. Um, I think the the big three are are yeah, perfect. Dead I think on. McCoy, jeez uh, Louise, man, like Carl Urban has just got <laughs> got it down for bones. He really does. And, and I, I I'm I'm okay with Spock. Spock's not the greatest, but I'm okay with him because I, I really they all work Zachary well Quinto together. Nails it. The problem that I – and really where I where they lost me on this one was was Into Darkness. I felt like the first half of Star Wars – Star Wars – the first half of Star Trek Into Darkness was a great movie. I was like, oh, I see where they're going here. They're doing the whole like 9-11, post-9-11 world terrorism plot like um, John Harrison running the uh, Kronos is essentially uh, Osama bin Laden hiding in Afghanistan. OK, cool, cool parallel 
where are we going with this? And then they were, it's like they got lazy. And they were like, they, did. they were like, you know what? How about we just rip off the script from Star Trek 2 and just switch Kirk and Spock? Oh, switch Kirk and Spock? So Kirk's the one that dies? Yeah, that's cool. And it's like they high-fived each other. And they're like, it's an awesome idea, bro. Thanks, bro. I think it's a great idea. And it'll save us money. And it'll save us time. Let's go to the bar. Like, it was just so derivative. And to take <laughs> to take Khan, who was the best villain fucking ever, and turn him into a bullshit character that was just like a side project was insulting. And then also on top of that, to make this whole plot where you have to go get him to get his magic blood so that you can res- uh, resurrect uh, Kirk and save him, right? When you had all of his frozen buddies sitting in those tubes that have the same was, fucking magic yeah, blood. There was, the, the, yeah, you're right. The back half of that movie was crap. Yeah. And I, I don't know why. And in fact, I even called out, you know, on a technical aspect, I, yeah. I, I uh, did an interview with Simon Pegg yeah. about uh, whatever that was I called. Love, the, I love how you name dropped here. You're like, oh, by the way, I was talking to Simon Pegg. I was oh. talking to Simon Pegg. <laughs> I was having breakfast with him and, uh, and Nick Frost and, and talking about that one movie that was crap. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and I called him out. Yeah. The movie wasn't crappy. It just yeah. wasn't my favorite of that trilogy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I was like, Hey, um, how did you get to Kronos in this amount of time? And I gave him the math and I was like, look, you know, it's been set out, you know, this, and, and he, he came up with an answer, but his answer was bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'd gotten that question before, but I, I needed to ask. Um, but it's like, yeah, you, you, ha- there's no way you could have gotten to Kronos in that amount of time, you know, in the established thing. And he's like, ah, alternate universe. Sorry. <laughs> then he broke a bottle over your head and ran away. <laughs> uh, more or less. Yeah. More or less. He yeah. he was not happy about that question because, you know, he knows damn well that that was, that that was, uh, you know, a shortcut on the, uh, on the writer's part. And, and I'm not saying that it had anything to do with him. No. It was just his character was like, Hey, let's go. Hey, quantum warping or something. Um, You know, actually, it's interesting you mentioned him because he was the one that kind of said, you know, I don't really like this cut of the preview that we've seen of of, uh, Star Trek Beyond because that's not the movie that we filmed. And that was my gripe with this new trailer was it didn't look like Star Trek. It was like the trailer and it looks it, it, it looks like it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Fine, <laughs> whatever. Do it. Let's do. It. I love Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. It was it was one of my my favorite films of. Uh, in fact, I think it, I think I on the year end year end review from last year. I think yeah. I did name it my favorite movie. Star Lord Beyond. Yeah. yeah, and it's again, um, just like I said with Ghostbusters, I may not I may have issues with it, but I'll still go see this movie because, again, I'm a sucker and they'll get my money. Uh, I've, I'm 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 in too deep at this point. I have no choice. I have to. What do you got gotcha. next? Oh, and, and the, the last thing was another of the trailers that we saw today before uh, before Star Wars, yeah. and that is uh, not a, not a huge movie for most people, but for kids, I, it might be the weightiest of of all, yeah. and that of course is uh, Kung Fu Panda Three. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda Three. Hey, I didn't uh, see that one. They they showed Zootopia. Um, yeah. They showed one called the Fifth. Um, crap. Um, the fifth line or something like that. It, it was, it's about aliens and the aliens can take over human bodies and like, Oh, the fifth wave. I'm sorry. There it is. And it's got the girl who played uh, hit girl from, uh, from kick-ass in it. All right. Yeah. Chloe Moretz. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't know how these movie theaters work because everybody shows, he uh, shows different, um, trailers. So yeah, you got a different batch than I did. Yeah. I think it depends on the, the, uh, uh, which which theater brand you're with, and then also with uh, you know what what movie, and then what week, and so it changes quite a bit. Yeah, um, let's talk about the one other one that we forgot to mention. What's that? Uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, like <laughs> like we mentioned early on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so Kate was very interested in that, and and Kate's probably listening to us still, but yeah. she is Hopefully. not she's not running this way. So okay. <laughs> uh, she's still sick, so maybe she's crawling. Or... She's crawling. She's crawling this way. She's she's glaring at me from the <laughs> other room. Um, this is this is this is the exact opposite of Batman with me. Is um, Batman and Batman vs Superman? The more I see, the less I'm excited. The right. more I see from Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, the more I'm excited. And I, I, and hey, I that's, that's exactly where I'm at too. Yeah, I gotta say, Jared Leto as the Joker looks phenomenal and like it's not just look it's he sounds like the joker he sounds frightening and i I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this yeah it's a very it's a very different uh joker approach 
And uh, like I say, I wait. I've I've got Kate here. Oh, you do. Okay. I do. Hi. Hi, Kate. Everybody, Hi. this is uh, this is Caitlin Littlefield. She is uh, one of the awesomest uh, photographers I've ever seen personally. Uh, but she's oh. also uh, she is um, on the Comics Online podcast too. So you guys should check her out there. And uh, you can always give a plug to your business if you'd like as well too, Kate. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad, tell us all about how excited you are about this movie, because I know you're a big fan of Harley Quinn. You know, I had my skepticism in the beginning uh, just from how different they were trying to make everything, but as the trailers have come out, I am I just get more and more excited every single time. I really just absolutely can't wait. I know a lot of people are, you know, saying crap about the Joker, but I honestly think that he's going to be amazing. I, I think it's going to be a, a very different twist, and you know, I think it just always goes back to also the original, you know, controversy over the Joker, which one's better, the old one or the new one, yeah. you know, from, um, uh, which, what one is he in? What are you talking about? Which Batman? You're uh, talking about, Jack Nicholson. You're talking about Nicholson oh, versus Nicholson. Ledger. Yeah. For, yeah, versus. Yeah, but which Batman was that? This is the first one, 1989 Batman. Oh, just 1980. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I mean, I don't think you can really compare either of those two because they're just they're completely different styles of yeah. the Joker. And I think this is just going to be the same thing. I think it's just going to be a different style of the Joker. All right. Now, um, because we're live pro- uh, broadcasting here, which is kind of cool, uh, we just got a request um, from Andy. Andy's one of my writers on GGR. Andy wants us to talk about the new Ninja Turtles trailer. Oh, all right. So, Ninja Turtles. Thanks, Kate. Uh, Thank you, Kate. Hope you feel better. He helps you feel better. So, um, all right, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. All right. I started watching Ninja Turtles on, like, Netflix or something like that and kind of fell asleep on it. And that's about my – that's as far as I went with that Ninja Turtles because it's Michael Bay and he ruins things. (laughs) That's what he does. Um, He's really, you know what? He needs to go back and make uh, Bad Boys Three because you know what? Those kind of movies he is excellent at. But yeah. when it comes to uh, you know children's properties from the eighties, yeah. he's not good at them. He just he does bad. He does a bad job. I will say this: I'm not. I, I didn't see the new the new movie, but I can tell you from the fan perspective, the people who are big Turtles fans, they are super stoked for three reasons. First one being Casey Jones is in this movie, and then the other two, number two and number three, is going to be Bebop and Rocksteady. So we know we're going to get more characters that people absolutely love, and I think that that is going to maybe put this one over the top. Maybe this one will make it a little bit better than the last one. Um, but, I mean, is there, were there any other movies or any other uh, things that we missed here, Kevin? Because we only got a couple more minutes here before we got to wrap things up. Oh, no. I think, uh, I think we really hit really everything. You know, I'm, I'm kind of rolling through uh, various things that I was – that uh, that I'm aware of. And when it comes to – yeah, when it comes to anything else, I mean, there's a there's a new Ice Age, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I mean, I guess. I think we got the. I think we got the ones that matter. There's that. There's that Harry Potter world, Fantastic Beasts. I don't know if that's it's like going to be at the end of 2016. Yeah, I saw the preview for that one, but I mean, I'm I'm not a huge Harry Potter person, so that didn't really strike my fancy at all. So. Right, I'm I'm the same way, but uh, yeah, those those are the big ones. I think we fit them all. All right. Well, guys, this has been uh, Kevin Goswan. Kevin Goswan is the editor-in-chief, again, of uh, Comics Online. Comics for, Online. For everything geek pop culture, there's Comics Online. Thanks again, Kevin, for uh, calling in tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully both you and Kate uh, get over that little bug that you guys got. All right. Well, we'll see you, uh, see you next time. Yes, sir. Thanks again, man. All right, guys. So that was Kevin um, from Comics Online. Um, we got to talk about a whole lot of movies. You know, you would think that coming up with an hour's worth of stuff – a radio show would be hard um i'm looking at the clock i'm like crap i can't believe we've been on the air for an hour and i'm having to wrap things up now um but that was a good start um eric was there anything we missed anything that you needed to talk about anything any movies or no i think you guys did a solid show man i think that uh everything went really smooth and i'm happy to have you guys on board and on live uh live capacity live capacity we are going to do this more often guys because this was a blast um remember www.greatgeekrefuge.com. Um, everything that you need, sports, movies, TV, nostalgia, um, it's all there. Um, we've got our year-end stuff coming up. We're going to go over the top movies of 2015. We're going to go over the top video games of 2015. Um, as we get closer, um, we're going to give everybody a week, and then we're going to do another podcast where Steve and I are going to talk about Star Wars, and we're going to give a spoilers away. So hopefully you've watched it. If you haven't, don't listen to that one. At least wait and hold on to that one. You can always download it and listen to it after the fact. But we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. 
um, with tonight's episode. Again, this was GGR Pirate Radio Live. We are on FXBG uh, Pirate Radio. Uh, check us out. Check us on Facebook. Check us on on Twitter. Uh, GGR now has a YouTube channel, but we are there for you guys. Uh, check it out, and you guys have a great night. Looking forward to talking to you soon. This has been a GDR Pirate Radio Network production. Woohoo!